Frida Wallace and welcome to <laughs> Gender Nebulous episode 23. 23, bloody 23, hell. 23, I know. It's like, yeah. where's all that time gone? That's like, if we do yeah, two hours, if two hours per show, what's that, like 46 hours we've been doing this? Yeah, all together. Yeah. So last week's um, Thursday Live, we were talking about um, agency and autonomy and do trans people have those things? And I thought today that we'd follow that up with um, representation. So the question is, do transgender people have representation in things like politics, sport, business, mm -hmm. all kind of, or other walks of life? You know, mm -hmm. so, so I don't know. What do you think about that, Frida? Do we? Well, let's start. I mean, obviously not enough. Because <laughs> like when we when we do see people representing us, we do over celebrate. Like I said before, we over celebrate it to some extent. Like when we when we discover, oh, there's a famous trans person, or there's a famous, we cling on to them, and we kind of we we kind of only see the trans part sometimes because we're so not used to seeing a positive role model. But when there is the slightest glimmer of so that we, possibility, so we get a bit we get a bit overexcited when we see another trans person on the telly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you see, I mean, it's great when because, like, when I was, I mean, you mentioned a few things there in the intro, like about different kinds of representation. Mm. But I think I'm talking more in, in the media. So, um, I mean, how many famous trans I mean, women famous are trans people? I'm, I am cheating here. I've got it open on on uh, on Google. Well, I was going to say, you know, famous but trans act. Like, I mean, if we, if, let's just let's just list some like famous Ooh. UK trans people that most people will know. So, I mean, Ali Annie Wallace. I think most people would know yeah. her. Off. Yeah, um, if you're from Bombay in the UK, probably. Yeah. So, I mean, she's on telly quite often. Eddie, she's in a soap opera called Holly Oaks. Holly Holly Oaks. Holly Oaks. Where's your H, love? Holly Oaks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dropping the H's. Dropping your H's. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, darling. I'll start to talk yes, properly, shall please I? Please pronounce your H's. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're getting yes. elocution lessons. Electrocution lessons for you. We can't all be posh like you, Victoria. That's true. Uh, and then, you know, who else is there? Um, Eddie Izzard, famous comedian. Everybody knows no, Eddie Izzard. I have some issues with Eddie Izzard. Because well, let's not get into the issues, but uh, Fox Fisher, you know Fox? Not really, no. Fox Fisher does really, a lot of... Photography, movie maker, quite well known. I think, oh, I think Fox yeah, lives in yeah, Brighton. Yeah, yeah, I know the I know the person. So you mean Fox now. and their partner, they do a lot of um, like movie making stuff and all kinds of stuff online. Mm. If you have a look, um, your friend uh, Kelly Maloney, <laughs> my friend. Well, you're on yeah. the same show as her for a, a debate, let's say, the other week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kelly's nice. You know, she's been on a few Boxing talk promoter. shows. And yeah. But what I mean, did, she's I mean, famous. She's she's famous um, because she was a boxing mm, promoter and was the mm, manager for Lennox Lewis. I think it was. Um, her story is really interesting. Interesting story, actually. yeah. Um, Juno Dawson, Monroe Bergdorf, Jake Graff, April Ashley. Ashley. I mean, there's just like a few of the names that you would kind of come up with. And if you go international, you know, you got you know Laverne Cox, Elliot Page, India Moore. Dominique Jackson, Trace mm. the Set. You know, most of those people were in that disclosure documentary. Did you watch that? Yeah. Because that, that was but all about it, this topic, really, about, you know, representation of about, trans people. It was mainly about representation in Hollywood and film, yeah. TV. But I'm interested in trans people that are doing things in... Like, I'm, 
I, I'm more likely to be interested in somebody that's done something in science or technology and, you know, anything like that. Because like one of my favourite trans people of all time, which I mention and I talk about quite a lot, is Sophie Wilson. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm interested in Sophie, because like when I, when I was young, when first the first ever computer that I used was a, an Acorn BBC Micro. Well, well, you're showing your age now, Frida. And I, well, it, but this was it. That when I was at school, and they wheeled this thing out on a massive platform for the. This was this was one computer for the whole school. And um, and and I later learned that the chip, the main the main architecture, the the main uh, motherboard chip, whatever you want to call it, in that the ARM chip was in, was developed by Sophie Wilson, mm. and um, and that chip, the ARM chip, ARM technology. Uh, architecture is in nearly every mobile phone and every computer still to this day, and I think that's yeah. an amazing achievement. Is, so, because yeah. so like sometimes when I'm when I'm arguing with transphobes, I say, "Well, the only reason you're able to argue with me on your little device there is because the trans woman invented trans the woman invented the chip." <laughs> now that is, it's a very simplistic <laughs> way of it's an impl- it is an irony in it, but it's it's a simplistic. It is point, very really, because simplistic I, because she didn't de- she didn't develop it on her own obviously, but yeah. it's still an interesting story. Because, but it, but that means a lot to me because I was in I was very interested in computers when I was a, a kid and I did, I started doing a little bit of coding and stuff like that and I didn't know this whole time when I was using these computers that that you know I, I don't know why I was attracted to computing and doing that but I, if I'd have known then that there was a trans woman. It would have inspired me more, you know what yeah, I mean? It would have... I mean? Yeah, representation, it does kind of, you want to see it, don't yeah, you? Yeah, and that's, you that's the point. represented in things. Mm, that's the point with representation. Another another one of my most famous, one of my favourite trans people of all time was... Um... Victoria Hodges. Oh, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. Victoria okay. Hodges. But <laughs> Wendy, Wendy Carlos, Wendy Carlos was one of the first people to develop with Robert Moog, the synthesizer. Right. And she did the soundtrack to Clockwork Orange. And she did loads of really complicated well, I'm, I'm things. things here. Carry on. And, uh, and, and she was an a, a, a electronic music pioneer because she helped Robert Moog, or Moog, some people say Moog, um, but I spell M-O-M-O-O-G. But she developed that with him, and I think a lot of modern music today, without the that development of the synthesizer, wouldn't sound the way it does. You know what I mean? Mm. So there's two trans women there because I obviously I like me. I'm into music and I make music, so I'm connected directly to two very important trans people through that for that technology. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's it's great when I see. You know, famous trans women in films and stuff, but I'm not really. I think. I think the thing is, like I was saying this to you before. It's like if you, there are probably trans people out in the world that don't that are trans, but they just don't need anybody to know they're trans. You know what I mean? It's not part of their life. Yeah, I mean, not everybody's it's, not everybody's openly trans who are trans. So maybe mm. maybe there are people out there who are trans. We just don't know. Oh yeah, mm. I, mean, I think that's, uh, that's I just want to say uh, hello to. Uh, yeah, I was going to say you're you're on um, you're on chat. Yeah, because we've, we've got we've got the lovely Roger and we've got Rebecca, and I'm not sure on, on me hol- I'm not sure who that is, but she's saying hello, Vicky. So it's probably well, she's saying yeah, hi, Frida, and hello, Vicky, and Wendy Carlos yeah. is one of my all-time faves. So yeah, 
Yeah, so so I was thinking about other. I mean, if, if anybody if anybody can think of any other really famous trans women that have made some kind of massive impact, because th- those are two that yeah, I think drop, for me drop personally. Some names in the chat, will. Because we there's probably loads we're missing out. I mean, oh, yeah. what about India Willoughby? India Willoughby, yeah. <laughs> I love actually India Willoughby gets herself into quite a lot of trouble on Twitter, and I can't. Did you see what happened this week? Because she said to J.K. Rowling, "I'm more of a woman." I did than you will that. ever be. I did see that. And a lot of, a lot of people came for so India with that. India's been you on... Be... Was she one of the original Loose Women hosts, India Willoughby? She was a newsreader on she ITV was, Yeah, and then bit. she was on Loose Women. And then she was also in Big Brother, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, she's doing yeah, a lot of TV kind of representation there. I was just going to say, though, about what happened with India. She got piled on a bit. and 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 Because and it, it's not a very... It's not a very feminist thing to start comparing whether how much of a woman you are with other women. But I think what India's what India does is she's a provocateur, and and that's part of because I can relate to that a little bit. So I don't like tone policing people like that. I think just yeah, okay, you know, it's not the, probably not the best most uh, wise thing to say, but it it did have a reaction, and the reason it did have its reaction is because of you know she's I'm, very. Yeah, I'm not sure what irreverent. the reaction was, but. Well, it got it, it, it got provoked a reaction yeah. from J.K. Rowling, didn't it? And and J.K. Rowling went straight into that trap. So well done, India, for that. <laughs> yeah. And who else have we got on your list? I know you've got a little list there, haven't well, you? Yeah, I mean, I think we've gone through it, the list of names. I didn't really want to focus on like people in the in movies and TV world. Um, I was kind of more kind of interested in like everyday life, like you know, like politicians. Mm-hmm. I think there's one trans politician and they weren't they weren't out as trans when they were voted to be a politician when they became a, politician. Is a, a, a British person it was Jamie can't remember Jamie's last name but it's conservative uh, oh gosh yeah I Jamie, remember what, I Jamie Wallace last, was it Wallace yeah, Jamie same, Wallace. Same, yeah. Jamie, no it was spelled, spelled differently spelled IS isn't it yeah, Wallace I was very cynical about Jamie Wallace because so, yeah um, so Jamie Jamie came out as trans i think it was based on some kind of blackmail thing that was going on um, yeah it was going to be forced out the closet so they came out to, to kind of circumvent that but but, the, but then they've 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 kind of not transitioned they've, they've still kept their pronouns as he him they, they still present male and i think the statement was that they were going to stay yeah. they were going to keep doing that until they were no longer an mp which i guess that's fine but they weren't voted into parliament as a trans person, so no. You know, we've never had that. About. We've never had that situation where an openly trans person has been has become an MP. Eddie Izzard That's... tried to, tried to become an MP for, I think it was mm. Sheffield Central mm. or South. I can't remember which one it was, but wasn't selected. Yeah, yeah. So with the we, Eddie we don't really thing. have any. We don't really have any political representation. We got. I mean, no, there's allies. Really. Obviously, there's allies some really good allies but there's no trans person who's actually mm. got to that stage yet. and if you look at yeah. the you look at the size of the transgender population in the UK I mean based on the most mm. recent results of the census 21 um, there's 262,000 people if that's the figure we're going to use mm. who identify mm. either as trans women trans men non-binary or undisclosed um, so what's that that's 0.5% so out of 650 people, MPs, you'd expect to what, see about five of them as would be trans, if you were to kind of calculate it that way. 
Now that doesn't mean that those you know that it's easy to become an MP and we should automatically have five trans people. I'm not saying that, but I guess you have to come up through the political ranks to get there. But well, it's, if it's about representation, you know, representation, then if you like, like say if you are a trans uh, politician, it, you're not necessarily just representing trans people, are you? So you no. you know if you if the trans bit shouldn't be trans the important bit. Isn't bit. the reason why you're the politician? No, you, you, I'm no, just, no, what I'm no, saying no. is that statistically there should be more than one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is the problem I was saying before about maybe when we there do is, see maybe we don't know. When, when, when we do see trans people coming into prominence, we do kind of make the mistake sometimes of going, oh, the trans, they must be on our side. They must be an ally. But they're not necessarily. And um, I mean, like Caitlyn Jenner, I don't consider Caitlyn Jenner to be an ally. I don't. I just have no, no idea what's going on with Caitlyn Jenner. But just because some days, you know, obviously because trans isn't an identity, it's a delineation. Like being cis is not an identity. Mm. Your identity is based on, you know, your, your achievements, whatever you do in your life. You know, it's yeah. not just, it's not just, you know, I mean, I know you've got to have something on your passport and your birth certificate, but that doesn't necessarily denote anything about who you are. So on, so, on so, my holes, as, as commented, um, Rose Schmitz is one of my more recent faves. Her pottery and art is incredible. Oh, uh, she, she's on the, about, uh, the, trans what's the what's the pottery show called? Throwdown Pottery, something I can't remember what it's called. But yeah, mm. Mm. Rose is the kiln the kiln girl, and she's really she's right. good. she's quite prominent on Twitter. Well, I need to it's a good show. You could watch that. Mm. I'll tell you who is on. Well, trans men are very underrepresented, aren't they? I, yeah. I know there's a few in sports. There's a few trans men rugby players, and but I don't know if you call them, you know, famous. How, how people. many how many sports so, people can you name who are trans? I can't think of hardly any. I well, from our um, friend uh, Kirsty Miller, who we had on last weekend. Yeah, where is Kirsty? I thought she was going to be popping them. in the chat, but but if you haven't seen our <laughs> interview with Kirsty Miller about transports it's really good because she's just she's just very very full of you know full Lots of information of facts and figures yeah a torrent of information i couldn't take it all in i was like oh. i had to shut up for <laughs> quite a lot of it <laughs> which is not pretty not unusual my... for frida to shut up you probably noticed hmm. yeah. yeah so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i think uh well we've got emily bridges emily bridges yeah yeah i'm um, not sure they're currently actually doing any no. sport any sport but i think they've frightened her away from it the the sporting body's not really supporting her are they yeah so there's not it's many is there i mean we, we've not the i mean there's a few non-binary people in women's football in the the lionesses mm. team there was a few in there is there yeah there's a non-binary well, well, couple of non-binary people in there that's really interesting that actually because i didn't know that because because i was having a conversation with somebody recently where i was saying could you imagine like because the lionesses the uh, like football in this country is like the main sport isn't it mm. so imagine if there was a trans you know trans woman footballer who got through to that would cause such a you know could you imagine oh, yeah, the, be, uh, the uproar yeah and yeah. would would they would fifa support them you know would fifa say nah well, i don't know this. i'm not sure what the rules that the kind of I don't know which what is it what is it in the UK that governs mm. football which organisation it'd be is interesting it, it football, would be interesting to see that I'm not sure what the FA's rules are on trans inclusion I've, I've never never heard them say anything yeah. on that. I mean FIFA has a no. view I'm sure but 
mm. UKFA. I don't know. We'll but it's not even that. a. There's not even, as far as I'm aware, a, an out male gay footballer. No. And that is that is um, that statistically impossible. Maybe, there's maybe one or two now. I'm not sure, but I don't think there are any in the there Premier is, League. No, no, in in rugby, yeah, in rugby, in rugby, yeah. I'm not sure Premier League. Maybe some of the lower leagues there are. Um, We've gone off on a tangent. We now. have, we have. We're, but it, we're I mean, talking it's, about, we're talking about inclusion, we're, aren't we? We're talking about trans people. Talking about us. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, okay, like if, like, say, if I was to become famous. It's never going to happen. <laughs> infamous, be infamous, I'd, maybe famous. No. no, no, but I'd be really worried about everything I say because, and even now I am like, when I'm, I've all, been on I'm the, already worried about what you say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was no, but when I've been on the radio recently, and I've, I'm really yeah, on, that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> I'm really, I was on LBC one, and I didn't do very well on that. I was too angry. You, you came. I, you, I mean, you came across a little. Um, what's the word? I was really upset. You were emotional. You, know? you were, I could tell you were stressed yeah. by the way you were talking. It didn't sound like the normal anyway. relaxed Frida. But, I mean, you made some great points. It's a highly stressful situation going on into those kind of, you know, shows just off the cuff like that. And the person you were up against was not the easiest of... Although you didn't talk to each other directly, but just the thought mm. of being up against somebody like that is not easy. Mm. Yeah, so anyway, I'm, what I was saying is I'm very conscious about what I'm saying because I feel like I'm representing a trans voice. Now, I'm not really because we all have different... different. We might we might share a similar experience, but we, we definitely do not have the same... Yeah, but on, of, that, on that show at that time when you were talking, I mean, you, you are the trans voice on that show, aren't you? And it's going out to a, a huge audience. So, so I think I think with with that, like, say, if you were a famous trans person and you're speaking as you know on a platform like that, you you it must be quite difficult sometimes because you know that everything you say is could be taken out of context, you know, and, and then the trans community might think you're saying the wrong thing, or which is fine, you know. You should always be able to be called out. I, th- I my my attitude is, yeah. If I say something you don't agree with, that's great. Tell me about it, because yeah. then I can learn from it. But mm, I think some people get very defensive, don't they? Go, oh, don't tell me what to say. Blah blah blah. No, sometimes you need to be told. <laughs> I do. <laughs> that's why. I've, that's why let me you're just, the. Let me, just make a, let me just make a note. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this is like, see, see, if I was to do this, like, on a bigger platform, I think, you know, you'd, want to, you'd have to reel me in. Reel you in? Yeah, you need a, you, I think you need a minder or a, or a, what do they call it? Like a, a handler. That's what, you, a that's what you need. A mu- oh, yeah, a muzzle. There you go. Rebecca's just reminded me of somebody, <laughs> a Brit, uh, uh, James Berry. Um, this, this goes back you know, quite a long time. This is like the 18th century. But he lived his entire life as a male, uh, born, you know, assigned female at birth, I think. I think that's right. And uh, it's and he was a British military surgeon. And uh, the story's really fascinating, actually, because at that time, people there wasn't any sort of legislation in place like we have now. So people just lived... As they, they found, you know, they didn't. They were mm. accepted, maybe if they, 
I mean, there, there, there are quite a few cases in historical record of people you would call now non-binary. I don't think they had that kind of framework for it then, but have you heard the story of Gentleman Jack? No. It was a, t it was a TV show. It was dramatised last year. And it was, it, it, I suppose oh, is they that, were called... Is that, oh, who, what was the name of the actress in that? I can't remember. They were called her a butch lesbian nowadays. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. But she was, but she was, she, she lived as a male and, and, uh, and people called her Gentleman Jack. And it, and it, no problem with it. You know, she just got on with her life and there was no, you know, they didn't, well, obviously she had troubles in her life, but the, the point I'm making is that the people on the trans, non-binary spectrum have probably always existed. You know, I was looking yeah, at so, uh, Rebecca just added a, an extra comment there about about um, James Barry. Didn't know he was trans until I exam at death. So yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. But there was a. I was looking at. Um, I was watching a documentary about Greek statues recently, and the Greeks used to do a lot of. They were very interested in the idea of androgyny, and um, you'll see statues with a sort of female torso and a male mm -hmm. bottom half yeah. and that and, and that was that, that was quite common in in celebrate and it was celebrated it wasn't stigmatized obviously it wasn't something that you the human they could achieve with the human body but they sort of lived it through the sculpture and uh, a lot of a lot of sculptural art that represents the body you'll see these figures with like quite ample breasts but then also quite big fallacies. So they're playing with the idea of gender. The idea of uh, gender nonconformity goes back to the ancient Greeks. It's not like suddenly... Because there, there is a certain discourse in the, in, in the conservative right that say, oh, it's all, what's all this new, new non-binary nonsense we have to deal with now? It's like, oh, yeah, it's, the, it's, it's, a libs, it's TikTok that's making our kids think about gender. No, nah, it's not. It, it goes back to, like, you know, thousands of years. I'm just wondering if there's ever going to be a statue in uh, Farmer. Of me? Of, yeah, Miss Frieda Wallace. What do you think? <laughs> oh, it's like, yeah. Something for yeah. the something for the pigeons something to for shit the on. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> something for the future to think about. All right, so politics. We've done politics. <laughs> we've done sport. What about business? Mm, see, that's not one of my areas, business. I so think I, business, I business is one of those areas where, you know, a lot of businesses do have these inclusion, inclusion, I can't even speak, inclusion policies, um, and especially mm. around, you know, transitioning at work, trans inclusion, not so much non-binary inclusion yet, but that is that is being introduced into these same policies. Um, I know yeah. my company's big on this. We, we've sponsored a few things and we'll be doing some more. But one of the one of the big trans organizations that kind of, I would say, is the leading organization for businesses and trans inclusion will be Trans in the City, um, yeah. run by Bobby Pickard and crew. And they, uh, you know, their their pledge they have, which is, you know, to, to support trans people in the workplace, has probably, I would say, I think it's up to 300 major organizations that have signed up to that pledge. So you can almost say that within within like large corporations and businesses, that we do have really good representation these days because all, all these companies mm. 
have these kind of employee resource groups where, mm. you know, they're for LGBTQ people within the company. Mm-hmm. And some of them have, you know, additional trans groups and non-binary groups, etc. And these, all these groups are kind of, you know, they're, they're there to help people who, who you know, are trying to navigate policies and stuff. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, to I make really sure there's, there's things in place, to, you know, to ensure that that person is fully included in within that business. So, I forgot to tell yeah. you about this. Actually, That's I was good. in a, I was a, a few months back. I, I, re- I remembered this because we, we were talking about it earlier before we went alive. But I just remembered um, one of our. We have like an inclusion and diversity officer, mm-hmm. and a lot of the times people are very negative about it. They, they feel like they're being lectured to inclusion and diversity. What's this now? And a lot of people, especially the older people I work with, are a bit set in their ways. Anyway, so we had, we had this training session, and it's not like that. It's not like somebody sat at the front, stood at the front of a classroom, telling people. It, it's just a conversation among staff. You might have, yeah, you know, I the show video. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, they, she, she got onto the subject of gender, and then she was looking. She realised I was there, and she goes, "Why am I giving this talk when you're?" You know, she <laughs> said, "Oh, I said I don't really want to talk about my," you know, but she said, "I'm talking about you." So you should have, you should be doing you should be leading this bit of the and she asked me I said what is the common thing people and it was really nice that nobody had ever ever to asked me to include you in the conversation about nobody, you, people no, like you this yeah. this was the first time anybody had ever said to me Frida how does it feel mm. when you you know if people misgender you and I mean that's a I, really good point you bring up because you know if you look in the media at the moment all these conversations going on about trans people there's there's no trans people in those conversations. You know, you've no. got you've got Tories fighting with Labour, you know, in Parliament. There's, none of those people are trans or non-binary, and yet they're talking about our our issues. You know, yeah. Well, so where's where's, where's, our, our, where's tra- our voice in there? Where's our trans politician? You exactly, know, I don't know. Yeah. Would it matter? But even but but this is why women are the best speakers for us because they understand misogyny. But we have to of- we have to rely so heavily on allies and friends. Yeah, but to they speak tend to be up women. for us. They do absolutely they do. Mm. Um, but you know, I worry about where's our voice? Where is our representation with our own voices? Are we heard? Yeah, but I did enough I of do these mention, conversations. It's like I people do, are always talking on our behalf, or people are talking who don't know what we think. They've not asked us. Um, We're not invited to the conversation. It's always like it always feels yeah. like cis people are talking about us, not to us. Oh yeah, yeah. So I was saying, like, it, it's it's important to say that it is mainly in politics. It's women that are speaking to that because they understand that the the issues that affect trans people affect tend to affect that the, they've had the same struggle as women because yeah. it's about feminism and because because it might feel sometimes if you're on twitter and you 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 see the the turf you know the 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 female turfs and you might think oh women don't support us but overall without question it is women in politics that are, that stand up for trans people it is men as well, obviously, because there are gay men and there are there are other there are there are there are like John Nicholson is a really good politician. Yeah, he's really good. He's 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 often on Twitter. And, and I've spoken really to him. I've spoken to him myself because uh, John Nicholson used to do a show on talk radio. Did he? I don't know. Uh, at the end, it was on a Sunday, and I and I rung him a couple of times because he he was talking about um, this was a this was about three years ago now, but 
he was talking about trans inclusion and things like that. See, people like anyway, him and like Nicola Sturgeon, they're, they're really clued up. I mean, they must have had mm. they must have had the conversations with trans people because oh, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're really keen on the issues that we would talk about ourselves. But, you know, mm. other politicians, they've probably never spoken to a trans person. They don't really know what they're talking about most of the time. If I can, if I can just say the somebody in the chat on me, on me holes, and I know he said on me yeah, meds. Kim Petras. Yeah. Petras. Now, Kim Petras. And Sam Smith, too. She she goes under the radar quite a lot because she's so convincing and she's so feminine and yeah. she's very young. And I don't think a lot of people don't even realise that Kim Petras is a trans woman. And that goes back to what I was saying before. It's like you can be, you know, out, you know, yeah. well, not even out. You, could, you, you don't have to be a trans person. That's not the identity. No, it's the not ident- like, yeah, but, exactly. But you see, I, don't, I mean, I, I, I really like, obviously, I like it when somebody like that, because it was a couple of months ago, that song that they had together, Sam Smith and Kim Petras, it was like the most downloaded track for a, couple, for a month. And I, But when I looked at the lyrics, I was like, this is rubbish. <laughs> Well, I like the song itself, but when I actually looked at the lyrics, I'm like, what? Daddy's gone to the body shop? <laughs> it's a very queer song. <laughs> yeah, I quite like it. But it's, it's, it's a bit muck. But she's a bit mucky, isn't she? She's, okay. she, writes thing, she writes things like, this is slut pop. Get your tits out. Shove mm. it right up. That, I mean, as a poet, she's probably not up there, is she, with Keats or Shelley? But she's uh, she's a positive thing for young people I, I, abs- I absolutely like, love that track that she does with Sam Smith it's amazing are we allowed to say that I mean it's in her song so I don't know if yeah, I can you're just sing. quoting what's in the song I mean it's yeah, yeah so for YouTube moderators I'm actually it's it's fair use and creative license yeah thank you yeah exactly. <laughs> so what I mean are there, are there, <clears> I was thinking about are there any other pop I mean I was thinking Boy George but Boy George Boy is George. more of a queer Boy, yeah, I'm not sure about Boy George. No, Boy George has never been trans. I mean, it's, it's just always the, it's the clues in the name, really, isn't it? Boy George. Yeah, but, I mean, um, Boy George I, is not trans. I think I think they're just. What was that? Dana Dana International. Does anybody remember Dana International? Dana International. No, who's that? Yeah, she. Oh, was didn't she win Eurovision or something for Turkey? I, I can't remember now. Don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to think. So there must be other trans pop stars apart from Kim Petras. Um, yeah, I'm sure there are. I, can't, I mean, off the top of my head, I can't think of any names right now. But, mm-hmm. but you know, then, then there's other kind of walks of life. I mean, when you when you go to your doctor, have you have you ever walked into a doctor's office and and been met by trans reception staff or a trans doctor, or you go to your dentist? Tr- well, you, have you ever? Are you aware of any? Trans dentists, any trans, um, you know, solicitors, no. any trans accountants. When you, you know, when you're Not doing personally. these kind of day-to-day things that we interact with, I mean, do you, do you meet trans people in your daily life like that in those kind of positions? I don't. I've not RuPaul. met any. <laughs> Somebody's mentioned RuPaul's not trans. RuPaul. <laughs> but there are drag queens on Drag Race that are. There are. There are. Yeah. Ru- that's fine I mean, RuPaul's. Too. Yeah. RuPaul's. Uh, Drag queen. I suppose that's um, Turf's worst nightmare, isn't it? A drag queen that is also trans reading oh, stories to children. Yeah, that would be. That. Mm. But I, I used to be a bit of a drag queen when I was in well, when I was in my twenties, and I used to. And I noticed that, like, when, whenever we did, 
kind of pride or there was like a daytime thing kids just I mean, it's like, i don't know what it is they think you're like some kind of disney princess and i i think i think that's what that's what kids like well, kids about. don't kids don't judge do they they just enjoy the fun i mean nobody and they, they see it for what it is and it's it just what it uh, is and enjoy it yeah yeah, they don't read anything. They don't read these weird sexual dimensions into things well, like I Matt mean, Walsh. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Anyway, that's a tangent it for another time. But, but um, you know, just getting back to this kind it? of you know representation thing. I mean, I'm I'm kind of I'm very conscious of it at the moment. I don't know why, but I'm I'm kind of mm. looking for where where are the trans people in this in the in my daily day day to day interactions. The, 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 most some... of the trans people I know are on they're on Twitter. They're in my kind of social world because I because I've met people within, you know, our kind of community. But well, well, when I when I'm when I'm in you know like when I'm interacting with customers or you know things at work or yeah, I was going to mention like, like I'm saying when I'm when I'm going you know when I'm just doing like daily things. I don't really bump into any trans people. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Well, um, that was. I was going to say maybe it's the numbers like a, I don't know but or, or yeah. like how how do you, maybe trans people have a higher a higher level of unemployment maybe they maybe they struggle mm. you know more with housing what? and that kind of thing you know I mean I can understand why that would be mm. because yeah, don't forget I mean, you and I have transitioned whilst we're in work um, if you were to try and get another job now would it be more difficult I don't know. I mean, I don't think so. It depends the kind of company you're applying for because a yeah. lot of big companies... Like, I'm quite lucky I work for a company that is really bang on with anything to do yeah. with... Well, mine is too. This, but, I mean, but and the proof is they've, they've hired other trans people after I but we're transitioned. Quite, but we're quite, we're quite privileged in that. A lot of people don't. And a lot of people work for... You know, they might work for a small business and they... You know, if they're not welcoming, if they're not, if they don't make you feel relaxed if they don't make you feel like you can express yourself it's like um i was going to say like that i don't have there's a there's thousands of people that work for the company i work for and i think i only know two other mm. trans people and there's probably more it's probably more yeah so when i have done these kind of visible things where i, I do a, write a piece for the website and say about me being trans i'm doing it because I, if I'd have seen that when I was younger, if I'd have seen somebody act doing, because a lot of the times when we see, because we're talking about famous trans people, aren't we? So, to 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 me, when I was younger, the only trans people I really saw, like either really really famous, and it was something unattainable. You know, I never saw a story about just a trans woman that worked for the ambulance service or a trans woman that worked for, you know. And just a company, or it was always something. If you saw a trans person, they were either in trouble for something, or they were some exotic, faraway kind of thing, you know, like a sort of novelty. So when I do when when I do speak about it, it's because like I would have liked to have seen that when because I, I would have come out sooner if I'd have worked for a company that was accepting. Yeah, are, I, are you I, keeping are you keeping an eye on the chat? I'm just saying, Terry. Somebody said Somebody's Terry Wogan. About Terry Wogan. I'm not sure why. He's not trans, is he? <laughs> What's she called? Which... I need to read. Hang on. Oh no, I've, I've, I'm not following it very well because um, Sarah was saying Dana International was a light in the darkness in the '90s. Terry Wogan was left speechless. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. There was something happened on the Terry Wogan show. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, uh, what was I saying? So yeah, 
I did. I, I was going to say, I, I did bump into somebody at work, and it's like you have a sixth sense. I think as a trans person, mm. you can tell if somebody's trans or not. And I was like, you, you. I was like, you can't, you you can't ask, can you? You can't ask them. No, that's it. Am I going to broach this? So, I was like, could you always? You do want to connect, don't you? You, you want do. to connect. I mean, I yeah, you do. But I mean, you want to do I've, it in a I've respectful had that same way. Because I don't, I don't want to go up to somebody and go, oh, you're a tranny as well, aren't you? <laughs> I, think, I think maybe we need a secret handshake or something, don't we? Do yeah, that's what the, that's yeah. why the Masons have. That's probably, so what, yeah. What's going to be the secret? What's going to be go... the transgender handshake? Hmm, I don't know. It's a good, <laughs> good idea, that. Yeah. We need a sign, don't we? Yeah. But then again... Maybe a little dance just be- or something. A special just dance. because... Just because someone is trans doesn't mean you're necessarily going to get on with them. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Because you, know, you might get chatting and like five minutes into the conversation, you find out they're into Coldplay. And it's like, where'd you go from there? It's yeah, like, or they oh. support Manchester City or something like that, you know. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Or they put mayonnaise on chips. Other, other, other football clubs are available. Yeah. Mayonnaise con- on chips. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, get, get out. Get it. I'm guilty. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah any more famous trans people oh, or business dear. people I'm struggling now it, it, I mean business people there's you know there was 650 people at Trans in the City event um, last mm. year and they were all business people you know across all kinds say, of amazing businesses there's one person we haven't mentioned Go a on. very famous a very famous barrister who oh, we've yeah. both got the yeah. book of yeah. Robin Moira. Moira White, yeah, very famous. Yeah, yeah. So, so she's she. I mean, she's known amongst because she wrote she wrote that great book. Yeah, it's been very. I mean, useful. she's she's the. I, I would say she's a prominent um, discrimination barrister in the UK. That's yeah, and it, kind of specialising in this area. And it's like it's good to know that, and it's good to know that people are fighting your corner. Because, you know? mm. like, if anything happened to me, and say I had to go to court. Oh, I don't know. I don't know for whatever, you know, like parking fine evasion. I don't know. <laughs> but would, it's would more a like judge breach of the peace me? with your megaphone, I would have thought, you know. Yeah, but if w- would a judge look at me as a trans woman and go, oh, God, yeah, not another one? I hope not. I hope not. I hope that, Straight. I hope that you know, they're a bit kind of more Troublemaker. No, 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 they would have to be. But uh, so so in other areas, like so, we covered what we covered entertainment. I think we've, we've covered pretty much all the areas there. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how. I'm not sure if it's a problem or how you increase representation. But I would like to see. I would like to see more trans people in prominent positions, you know, and and that based on what you'd expect, you know, according to the census figures. I just it just yeah. doesn't add up at the moment. It's like this. Uh, well, uh, well, we need where to create. And we need, where are you? We need to create an atmosphere where people feel. But, I mean, people don't feel safe, do they? That's the other thing. Maybe the maybe a yeah. lot of these people are not out, and we don't we just don't know who they are. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, why would they put I mean, themselves? I don't need to know who the, they are, but. <laughs> yeah, but I I I think that there's a bit of a climate of, you know, and. I think we should be celebrating more trans people to help younger trans people because they need role models. So is it is it really more about normalisation? Is that what we're talking about here as well? Mm, I don't know. Because, See, one sense. You know, if I was to go into my doctor's and there was a trans doctor or there's somebody trans in the office and I knew I knew of them, um, what would my reaction be? I mean, I shouldn't react at all. I should just say, oh, yeah, that's normal. What's wrong? But I'd be, oh, wow, yeah. 
there's another trans person. Well, well, that's the, that's no, the because reaction because there's because not as many of them. Because it's, it's not normalised, even for us, it's not normalised to bump into each other, is it? It's, you know... I'm in, like, two minds about it because yeah, on one hand, it's, I want to... I want to think, oh God, we're so special. We're such with a rare diamond. Do you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> well, you, you with a sea with a seam of gold in a mountain of shit. But <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> I think you're projecting again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the, I'm, but but that see, this is it though, because like when it, when you went, like I said, when we do see famous trans people that we we love, we we want to share that with people. It's like. Um, it was a situation you know, it's where it's probably a bit embarrassing for the for the famous trans person too because they suddenly you know like you know like Annie Wallace we were at an event oh. in Liverpool and we you know we kind of gravitate towards and she's probably thinking right, who are these people like you know yeah yeah because we know. we did go we we are quite excited aren't we we were excited to see me. Annie and I don't think well, Annie she's was probably used to that she is that's what I'm saying you know it's, it's probably a bit strange for the famous person because they don't know who you are but you know who they are you know. But you see, the thing is, I'm used to it because everybody's always excited oh, yeah, to see me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, Rebecca has mentioned somebody I hadn't heard of. Come, is it my, uh, my eyesight's a bit fun? Michaela J. Rodriguez. Uh, can you see that? And, and then she was the first trans actress to win a Golden Globe. And Joss, Joss is in the chat. Hello. Oh yeah. So <laughs> Michaela, she was Get on. It. She was on. She was in Pose, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Pose, the first track. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Oh, just uh, hi, Joss. Joss said some trans people go for cis assimilation, and would hate to be clocked. Yeah, yeah that's true. true. Yeah, but I mean. Like also, like if it, say if you stand out, like say because that could be your publicity in a way. Like if you're if you're like a big fish in a small pond, so you you become the trans person, you become the the thing that's your brand in a way. Sometimes I think that's what happens, and and I think it, it's it, and and then they start to resent it because that's all. The, I was thinking about Paris Lees. Because yeah. when Paris Lees when Paris Lees first started to get famous and she was a writer, she would constantly write about being trans and it was all about trans because that was her that was her niche. That was she knew she could build on that. But then later she was like, No, I don't want to talk about that anymore. Fair enough. She shouldn't have to talk about anything she doesn't want to talk about. But the thing is she was distancing herself from the thing that she was happy to exploit to get I think there's an element of that. And I there's nothing wrong with that. I just think it's what happens because if you're an actress you have to have like if you think about how many actresses there are we're trying to make it in hollywood and then you become the trans actress then that is something that press or uh, public publicists might gravitate I mean, yeah, to i mean it does kind of give that person a little bit of a, an extra boost doesn't it because there's something different yeah, about them, but but, but but there would have there would have to be talent behind it because oh, yeah. if you would if if you can't just be can't the be trans just be based thing. on being trans no yeah, yeah but it's too. like, but the media love it because there's, you know, that there's, this is something that transphobes hate because the actual media are kind of fascinated by us. And, that, and the, you and know that documentary the, um, disclosure, you remember that? You've mm, seen that? Um, yeah, that kind of touches on a lot of these issues that we're talking about. I know it's kind of focused on, mm. you know, the world of movies and stuff. Um, but if anybody's, you know, listening, watching. Um, I highly recommend watching that documentary. It was uh, 
It was really kind of groundbreaking when it came out. I think it's mm. a couple of years ago now, but it, yeah, really good. Yeah, I see. It's like when I do, you know, when I I, I do make myself visible as trans, obviously, because I don't I don't pass. <laughs> but um, what I'm saying is, when I do I do talk about it a lot, and when I do me spoken word things, a lot of my writing is about it because it's my experience. It's what mm. I know. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So we were all, we were going to talk about um, our little appearance on the upload show, weren't we? Oh yeah, we were on BBC Radio Manchester. So this which was, was nice. um, David Scott's. Is it every Saturday that show? I think it is. Yeah, and it's Saturday. always David. Yeah. Yeah. So David Scott, BBC Radio Manchester, does this upload show where people within Greater Manchester can showcase their kind of i don't know like if they're an, if they're a poet or if they're a band or if they're a podcast or whatever Anything, they, do, really. they can go on there and give themselves a little bit of a promotion and we got invited on and and did that last saturday yeah we were something we were something a bit different really for them because normally it'll be some band you know some indie yeah wangers well, <laughs> david tried to <laughs> get you to do some poetry but you weren't quite prepared were you so anyway but no he put me on the spot he was like spot. come he on did. come on frida give us a recital <laughs> I, was, was, I didn't have any. I was a bit nervous, but it, I, I really enjoyed doing it. It was, um, yeah, it was nice to do that. Yeah, they didn't pay us, but well, you're not going to get paid, are you? It's free promotion. <laughs> we should <laughs> be paying them. Maybe not. It's the BBC. We don't want to pay the BBC, do we? You're supposed to be my. You're supposed to be my agent, Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your agent. I was just uh, somebody just yeah, mentioned. You're not going to make a lot of money if I'm your agent. In the chat. Rebecca, the two models that stood against Kate Kelly J Keen in New York. Oh, yeah. oh my God, that was so funny! Did you see? Did you see that? The, I did the, see when, that. I when, don't know who they were, but the, I saw the, it. Yeah. Well, Kelly, when Kelly was in New York, and it got to, it got the counter protest was so strong that she couldn't do their little stand on a box and repeat her usual men don't have penises line. So there, there was these two uh, trans models and they were going, trans women are beautiful! And like shaking the tits like this. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm not going to do it, honestly. No, don't, I've we don't, we don't want to get kicked off. Nobody needs to see my tits. Not on YouTube. <laughs> not live on YouTube, they don't, anyway. No. Yeah, you, you have to go to Chatterbait for that. <laughs> are you are you keeping an eye on these these um chat comments um uh, not really <laughs> uh amara i can't Kiesel, jones i don't think uh, that's the last quest Giselle. model jones. model and coach or coach yeah right models yeah the trans models there are quite a few of those and then oh my oh my holes um posts are about Recently clocked somebody who's trans who wasn't trans. I felt awful, but she was like, what's to apologise about? Yeah, she's right. Well, uh, that, yeah, what is this to apologise about? It's true. I told you about that, didn't I? I was in a club and I said, I said, oh my God, you saw. Like, how'd you, you know, I was like, you're really convincing. And she goes, convincing what? Cause, but she was a cis woman. I don't, it might have been because she was tall and she was stood next to trans women. <laughs> I mean, to be mistaken as a trans woman is an honour. Is really. that bad? Is honor. that really it's bad, though, of me to... Because, like, you know that word convincing, that's a really bad yeah, thing, is... You know what I mean? That. I mean, you're so, not... Yeah, no. You won't, you're, you're very convinced. Convincing what, yeah. of what? Um, convincing of I'm, yeah. I'm a human being. Oh, congratulations like, oh, to you, me. 
Oh, you've tricked me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what a horrible thing. Um, I let's had, talk I, about... I have, I, go on, sorry. I was, I'm talking about me again. Shut up. Yeah. I, did, I, I have told you this before. Like Deja a, vu. Um, Deja vu. Yeah. A cis lesbian came up to me in, my, in a place in Manchester and she thought I was cis and that. I was like, how do I handle this? You know what I mean? Do I tell her? Or... But she was fine because I said, you know, do you know, um, I was like, very, I was very, I was timid. I was like, you know, I'm trans. I was like, I was half expecting her to go, so oh what's, my God, what's, what's you're trans? forcing me to have, you're forcing me mean? to have sex with you. Yeah. <laughs> Talking of you know, trans, what about Tranuary? Let's talk about Tranuary. Oh, Saturday, Tranuary. Soup Kitchen, Manchester. Yeah. Yeah, some drag performers. So this is a um, this is an all day event on Saturday. Um, yeah, originated in Liverpool. I Liverpool. Think. Yeah. So what is it, Frida? You, you're you're going to the day event, aren't you? I'm coming in the evening to watch the show, whatever that is. Well, um, there's a poetry. Go on. Poetry workshops and some art stuff. It's a it's kind of community thing that, and I'm doing a bit of uh, spoken word stuff, and it's just anybody can just drop in and. It's like a sort of mental health, uh, confidence building thing, really. And then in the evening, there's the main club night, which is which are you know, like a very queer friendly. So is there going to be a few different with. people doing things in the during Loads the Loads of people. Yeah, right. One of my favorite one of my favorite drag queens is on Lil. Okay, cool. Lil's amazing, and they're all going to do like a, a performance each and. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. <laughs> so this is this is in a place called is it soup? Is it called Soup Kitchen or just? I think it's just called Soup, isn't it? And it's in it's, it's just, near. It's, it's near, on the it's Stevenson the Square. Quarter. Yeah. Yeah, Soup yeah. Kitchen on the corner of Stevenson Square. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to to that. That's going to be good. Yeah, I wanted to stay over, but have you seen the prices of hotels at the moment? It's ridiculous. Well, I was trying, I was trying to get off with somebody who lives in town, but he's busy. <laughs> like well, I was looking at hotel prices. <laughs> um, yeah, we, I don't know what's going on with hotel prices in Manchester, but it's like two hundred plus for a, a single night. You know, it used, it used to be like eighty, ninety, a hundred, maybe one hundred and twenty, but now it's jumped way up. Um, it's it's like you can't afford that. Well, it's like the, you know the thing. The thing with the city centre now, it's so gentrified. Like a lot of the places that used to be clubs and they used to be like just backstreet bars or whatever, they've been bought by these property developers, and everything is either a hotel or apartments. And it's like they get a, a lot of trouble now because, you know, with the uh, complaints about noise. Yeah, well, it's it's, like, I mean, if you yeah, you kind of ruin it when you gentrify a, it, don't you? Don't move to a city centre and complain about noise. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> maybe, I mean, maybe if you book in advance, it's cheaper. I don't know. But and, it's a bit so disappointing because if you try and get into Manchester, mm. you know, the the trains stop at 11. So you can't even get a late train home. Um, I don't know. Mm -hmm. why, why do the trains not run until like three in the morning? Well, you know. waste of time yeah. um, somebody's mentioned somebody called Castle MacArthur I don't know who that is do you know who that Castle is Castle MacArthur Vicky? no I don't no, is I that don't. a famous actress don't know do we say actress now nobody says actress now anymore do they everybody say says actor? actor these days yeah 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 don't know yeah, don't know so, so in terms of like trans 
visibility. So, oh, my holes is from Stockport. I'm from Stockport. Representing, yeah, representation. We've got a long way to go, haven't we? Really, we have. Yeah, we have. You know, I mean, it's because there are more. We know there are more trans people than there are out, and they would love to come out, and they would need that in, to feel well, safe. You know, I mean, with this hostile environment in the UK at the moment, I'm I'm not surprised people are not declaring that they're trans. You know, it's not exactly yeah. a welcoming environment, but is it? To be honest, to, to be honest, I feel like that's a world we are entrenched in because, like, I, I'm always on Twitter and I'm always and, and I'm I kind of I kind of go in for it. Do you know what I mean? I, I kind of there's part of me that is a bit masochistic, I think, and I I like a good sort of to and fro and having an argument, and maybe that's part of. My, the way way I work, but if if you just didn't go on Twitter, if you, I mean, I'm not saying if, say if you followed different things on Twitter or you just tailored your social media differently, you would probably never see you. You'd see things in the press, like in the media, when things like like this week, there's been a couple of really big stories, you know, and and obviously these things come into the media, but I think on the whole, like when I was on the radio last night. I listened to the callers after and I was really worried about that because I think, oh, it's going to be people that just just full of transphobes. But actually, the overwhelming majority of people that called in were very supportive and very, very understanding. And they, under, they, they, came, they might be ignorant about, you know, how, how we actually express ourselves and how we describe ourselves. But, but, but I think most of the public are... They're either they're either supportive or they just don't have enough time in their lives to care about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just too busy getting on with their own problems. And if you, and and I think people are generally like that. I think if you if you're spend if you're somebody that's spending a lot of time hating minorities, then <laughs> you know your life is probably you're probably projecting something out there. You know yeah. about some work you need to do on yourself and i would say you know i think a lot of people that are transphobic are probably people that are gender questioning you know because if it's, it's in your mind it's something that because you'll sometimes see these status updates where some somebody will just say quite blankly there's only two genders they say well who who are you telling that to because yeah. because there's part of them that is telling that to themselves and they want affirmation they want the affirmation maybe that they're right but there's if you have to say it, that shows you like, you have the doubt. So you have when to kind of does... question why people are so insistent on saying things like that. I mean, and often, and often people have said things to me like because they think they're attacking me and say, "Oh, you'll never be a woman." I say, "Oh, fine." <laughs> I just say, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the way I deal with that now because there's no point in starting a conversation with somebody like that. So I say, "Yeah, maybe I won't." Because what does that mean anyway? You know, like yeah. I mean, why is your why is your opinion important to me anyway? Yeah. Yeah, but what what does it mean to uh, like like one of my one of my heroes, one of my role models was when I was a kid was Calamity Jane. You know, is that where you and, based and, it all on Frida? Yeah, but I just like the fun that she was not quite. I'm going to start calling you Calamity Calamity Frida. I think that kind of suits you pretty. <laughs> I don't want Pretty that well, sticking. Actually. But what I'm saying, what, on a, what I was saying is, I was, I was attracted to gender nonconformity. It didn't mm. matter to me, you know. And and I, and another another role model was, I, I really like glamorous Hollywood women as well. But I saw that as the kind of same energy, even though they're expressing, because because it's like a sort of 
performance of what it is to be a woman or what it is to be male. So Rebecca so has like, uh, commented about um, who Castle MacArthur was, if you want to have a look. The female to male model who was Amara Vasquez topless. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that, is yeah, that the love... name of the two actors then? Is that what we're talking about? Right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, there, you know, there are quite a few out there. You know, that's we're probably just we're probably just scratching the surface, aren't we? That if you was to make a comprehensive list, of, I might actually do a blog post actually about famous trans men and women. Or then I see. Then do you do you, you know non-binary's got to be on that spectrum as well? Yeah. So, I remember. You know, just uh, just thinking about Calamity Jane because I was watching it with my mum, and I said to my mum, "You know, this is about lesbians, don't you?" And she was like, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's like, yeah, it is. It's about the love. It's like there's a song in it that says, uh, once I found a secret love. You know, it's obvious. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, another thing about, well, when you talk about representation, I think is like, because we're, we're in a multimedia kind of internet age now. Whereas you do, we are learning more about people we probably would never have found out about. So sometimes people are famous because they don't want to be, because they've done something that's propelled them into the media, you know, yeah. Propel, yeah. propelled them into social media. And people are pretty nasty on that. So they, they will help people and they will, yeah, you well, know, there are certain. You know, you're talking about Twitter and, you know, nasty stuff on there. I'm, I'm actually considering coming off Twitter completely. I've um, mm. I've moved over to the um, Mastodon thing. Well, it was announced which is nice, today. It's nice that and peaceful over there. Um, it was yeah. There's nobody on it. <laughs> I'm on it. You need to get on there, by the way, because most most of the people you know are on there. So you should get on. I there. might do. Yeah, I'm I'm not really. I like Twitter. I'm happy with Twitter. I quite like the chaos of Twitter. That's what I like about it. I like that it's you know a bit of a bin fire. But uh, I was going to say, the whole thing has been fine. They announced that Donald Trump is going to be put back on. So, you know, that's going to be Trump fun. Is, isn't he's it? already back, isn't he? I thought he was back. I thought the announcement no. today was he's, he's going back on Facebook and Instagram. Oh, well, whatever. He's, run, he's, he's going to run, isn't he, again for president? Oh. And, you know, if you think things are bad now with people like... Well, what about the Florida know, ben, the Florida guy, he, um, Ron DeSantis, whatever he's called? I mean, he's. I think that, I think he's going to be a challenger to Trump. Ronda? Ronda? Ronda, Ronda Sanchez? Ronda. Who, who's she? Who's she? <laughs> Has he come out? <laughs> yeah. Going to be challenging, gonna challenging Trump. Um, that guy, he, I don't know, in some respects he's worse than Trump. Uh, you know, he's just... He's, oh, he's... It's where just one of them. Where do you begin with these people? I really don't know. Well, these these are the people that are banning, like you know, the don't say gay laws, mm. and they, they're having literature taken out of libraries yeah. for children that mention any. It's getting worse and worse. You know, you know, it's just reactionary bollocks, isn't it? But it is. I'm definitely going to do that Photoshop of Ron De Sanchez as Ronda Sanchez. Ronda, Ronda from Wales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, we've had quite a lot of chat, which has been we nice. That's you great. Know. And it's we've, great to have we've been doing we've been doing these live ones every Thursday at seven thirty yep. for a couple of weeks, and we thought 
it's not going to go well. We won't get anybody. <laughs> but we've managed to get them. I mean, you know, it's not massively oversubscribed, is it? But, you know, we're getting there. <laughs> Don't complain. Don't complain. It's lovely to have people come on and chat with us. Um, yeah. Mm. Thank you for well. Thank you for your comments. Um, I think we've managed to read out most of them. They kind of go past so quick; it's hard to keep up sometimes when you're trying to make sure everything's working. And Frida's supposed they're to be monitoring it, not me. Oh, they're talking amongst themselves okay, now. Okay, that's so. all right. Yeah. But we're we're gonna love you and leave we you. We are going to. And love I hope you and leave I hope you. I hope you've enjoyed our uh, top quality opinion having. Don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> are we going to sing it? Go on then. I'm a po- I'm a po- One, two, three. Don't forget. You're not doing it. <laughs> One, two, three. Don't, Don't forget, forget to subscribe. Oh. We've got to do the vocal harmony. We're going to need to practice. Right, got- We're going to have to no, practice. Uh, no, it's not working for you. Don't forget to subscribe. I'll, <laughs> I'll lip sync. You sing. No, I'm not doing it again. It's embarrassing. <laughs> right. Mwah. Mwah. Yes, we will sign off, say our goodbyes. Thank you for watching. Thanks. Please subscribe. Please like. Please come back again and listen to our nonsense. And, yeah, and our next episode will be on Sunday around 5.30. It depends how long it takes me to upload the thing. But that's like the weekly news review. So that will be coming out Sunday afternoon-ish. Mm. And I think yeah. we've got a special coming up next week, have we, Frida? Yeah, we're going to speak to police officer Paul Bloomer. Yeah, that's, so that's going to be an interesting one. About hate crimes. Uh, we can't talk too much about some, you know, because I've, I've been involved in a hate crime incident recently, but I can't speak personally about it. So we're going to talk generally, generally about, about police. Yeah, about reporting online, and, yeah. online abuse. So, and I think we can ask, Paul about that issue that we spoke around with the Surrey Police Commissioner, which was yeah, yeah, you know, police, police Townsend, police officers, trans police officers doing um, strip searches and the kind of like the issues around that. So yeah, I'd like to hear Paul's opinion on that one. That would be interesting. So anyway, okay, we will be back soon. Don't forget to subscribe. Bye.